You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is the sermon recording from this week's service, but first, here are the readings. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. And now, for this week's sermon. I'm going to show you two clips today, one with everyone and then one with just the adults. Who's heard of Dr. Zeus? Well, that would be everyone's heard of Dr. Zeus. So, there, where's my picture? Is he coming up? There he is. Who is he? He's the Lorax. Okay, Who, who's heard of the Lorax? Who's seen the Lorax? So, Ted Wiggins, a 12-year-old boy who lives in Needville, the Needville, a walled city that, apart from its human citizens, is completely artificial. Everything is made of plastic, metal, or synthetics. There are no living plants in this, in this city. He's got a crush on a girl who's an environmentalist, and she wants him to go and find a tree of which there are no more. As an aside, in this, in this city, they drink air, just normal air, but they have to buy it from plastic bottles. He speaks to his granny, who was alive at the time, and, he, and the granny said, there used to be trees. The story goes on as Ted goes to see the onceler, the once upon a timeler, the onceler, who left his home years ago to go into the forest and start to chop down the trees. And so the onceler tells this story, and the Lorax, there he is, he's a sort of non-violent space being who can't intervene, but he can only persuade and he tries to stop him. The once of the guy who's chopping everything down rationalizes his short-sighted needs into arrogant self-righteousness. And the Lorax helplessness, his protests, they cannot help him. And so the once pollutes the sky, pollutes the river, pollutes the landscape until the very last tree dies. And after he finishes telling the story, the once finally understands the meaning behind the Lorax's first message. He gives Ted the last seed in the hope that he can regrow the forest and he can make other people care about the trees once again. He shows others, he manages to convince the others to work with him, and once they all realize, the following happens. Now and get these people on my side, or else you're fired! (laughs) Go on, tell them what you think! 
You don't know me, but my name's Sai. I'm just the O'Hare delivery guy. But it seems like trees might be worth a try. So I say, let it go. He showed others, he managed to convince others to work with him, and once they all realise, that's what happens. The Bible tells us that God will never again do what was done and promises this with a rainbow. God also promises that in the end of the world, there will be no sadness, no crying or pain. But one thing there will be is a lot of rainbow biscuits. So. Those of you who are going out, I suggest now up you go and come back with rainbow biscuits in a few moments. And I will continue with a second clip. If you are content, I'd like to show you a second clip. The Bible does indeed tell us of a time in the future, the new heaven and the new earth, when all will be well. But I've got another clip for adults which shows us the need to be like Ted in the Lorax, but with perhaps a sense of greater emergency. Years and Years is a six-episode series, and it follows the British Manchester-based family, the Lyons family. I don't know who, those of you who have seen it. The family, there's Daniel, he's getting married to Ralph, his boyfriend. There's Stephen and Celeste, they worry about their kids. Rosie's looking for a new partner. Edith, the other sister, there's four of them, four, four siblings, engaged in one humanitarian cause after another. And presiding over them all is Gran. All of their lives at the beginning converge on one crucial night in 2019. And the story then accelerates into the future, the near future. And it follows the lives and loves of the Lyons family over the next 15 years, as Britain is rocked by an unstable political, economic, and technological advance. It seems to start soon after Brexit, it's that close. And it shows how a relatively small, relatively small instant, here it's a nuclear exchange in the Far East, and mass migration from the Ukraine, trying to get into the UK, but it tipped the UK into a position where it voted for someone akin to Marie Le Pen in the, in the National Front in Paris. The six episodes is grim watching. It ends okay-ish. At the beginning of the final episode, in the final episode where things pick up somewhat, the grandmother sits at the table and gives them what for. It is, to a point, prophetic. Listen to what she says. Her example, the example she's using in the process of the sixth episode, the example she uses is small compared to other aspects in the series. But here, you get a real gist of what she's saying. Days have passed since the 31st of December, 1999. 10,636. 10,000 days. It's a blink of an eye. 10,000 days ago, I was here. In this house, your mother was in the kitchen. And I thought, 
Here we are. We've done it. Nice little world. <laughs> well done, the West. We've made it. We've survived. <laughs> what an idiot. What a stupid little idiot I was. But I didn't see all the clowns and monsters heading our way, tumbling over each other, grinning. Dear God, what a carnival. Well done. So yes, it's our fault. This is the world we built. Congratulations. Cheers, all. The same message, but different. It teaches us perhaps that we need to act now, clearly. Pride yesterday was a small part of the things that we can do, although I think that each of us personally needs to do more, and as a community, we too need to do more. Together today, we reaffirm our commitment to look after God's planet and to look after God's people. We talk about being a disciple. We follow Jesus' example as simple children. It's not rocket science. We seek God's help to protect that which is given to us, to share it with others and the whole of creation. We seek to affirm all of the differences that there are between people in God's rainbow nation. Because of course, with God's help, there was a promise of a rainbow. And we work for the God, for this God, and to hold on to this promise. Martha had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by the daily grind. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. To find out more about what we do, head across to our website, www.northernlightsmcc.org.uk.